This is Room in the Trees, a podcast about living a creative life. Room in the Trees is hosted by Trent Reynolds and me, Sabrina Ward-Harrison. Show notes including pictures, links, video, and more for every episode can be found at roominthetrees.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Sabrina Ward-Harrison and at Trent Reynolds Art. And now, here's this week's episode. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hi. Uh, Hi, Trent. Hi, Sabrina. These past two weeks, somehow, I feel like my whole family has hit a wall. Yeah. Like, like the we've we we go to the same park every day because it's kind of the park that's most spacious and has kind of the most for the kids to do, and we can't go to any other park. We go. We don't have, we don't go to church because that's not allowed. And we don't have access right. to those friends and communities. And it's just like Groundhog's Day. It's just yeah. every day feels so much the same. And we, you know, we try to set up, we try to set up Zoom calls for the kids so they have, uh, can talk to their grandparents or cousins or friends, but there's only so much you can coordinate, you know. How are you, how are you guys, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like you have enough variety in your life and enough going on to kind of keep, keep your mind off the fact that we're, you know, in the middle of this pandemic or are you? you Um, I think it must be probably a bit different having children where you have to really kind of try to create some element of routine and structure. Um, Mm. I don't think for myself, it's been as affecting because of the way I work alone anyway. Right. Um, it's definitely limited, like my, you know, the, the community that I'd love to be a part of and see people in person. Um, but I don't think it's been, the gym was closed for the first three months and the gym is open, but you have to, you know, you have to be masked and you have to carry around a, like a disinfectant spray bottle and a certain, like a, like a cloth and stuff and clean everything you touch Mm -hmm. as you use it. But just having that has been something that I really have needed. So that's actually been able to be in my life a little bit, but I think, I think I don't. So it's not, it's not wearing on you. It sounds like, like it's kind of chipping away at us. Yeah. Not quite the same way now it was before. And I think, I think the heaviness of just not getting to see my family, I just had this wave of really missing my mom and dad and sister and just like, wow, I just, um, I just can't, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just go out there and visit my mom, but just standing far away from her. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of one of the crazy things is that it's not like, you know, some of these people you don't see very often anyway. Yeah. But there's this added layer of psychology where you couldn't even go see them if you wanted to. Right. 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 And right. so that it feels like, you know, they're just on the other side of this wall, but there's this wall that makes it impossible for us to, to see each other. Like they're so close, but so far away type. So deal. you're not, are you not seeing your mom and dad? Uh, no, not really. We, they're up in Camarillo, so not too far away. And we'll go up every once in a while and meet them at a park and they feel comfortable with that. But we're not, I mean, we used to be going up there 
on Sundays for dinner yeah. uh, most, most weeks. So, but we do have a family reunion. We're driving up to Utah tomorrow morning. Um, and we're going to do our best to keep socially distanced, but, and kind of all just be isolated <laughs> in, in a group. Um, but it's going to be this, uh, Friday like and Saturday. Pe- sounds like a Petri dish of <laughs> go, go I know, I know, I know. That's tricky. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, actually two of my brothers and their families aren't going to be able to make it. So it's a much smaller group than it usually yeah. is. We've got 22 people still though. So, and is that twenty-two people? That's just your family and their offspring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. How many people? And that's that missing. That's missing two whole families. Two whole families that have six each. So that's missing twelve people. So normally we have what is that? Thirty-eight. Wow. Two plus yeah, close to yeah, close to forty. Do you know that, okay, taking my mom, my dad, their brothers and sisters, the, their kids, our family, our kids. So picture your your mom and dad, their brothers and sisters, their kids, kids, oh <laughs> all of the 32 of you. Okay, think of that. And let me just count up how many people are in my family that's including <laughs> all of that. So that would be. 11. It'd be 11. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My mom's yeah. an only child. My dad has one sister, and she has three kids. And then my sister has three kids, and I don't have any. Yeah. It's just yeah. interesting because I just feels like I would, there'd be so many more interesting people to <laughs> – it's, it's a rabbit hole question, but you just think all these other people that are related to you that the odds it of does. someone – someone being like kind of similar to you or like, I don't know if there'd be other cousins that would be super close. Like I don't have any other, I don't have any first cousins that are female. I would have wondered if there'd be maybe someone, I, I just have one sister. I don't have any idea of like what another sister would be like, or a close right, female right. cousin would look like. <laughs> yeah. And you know, having grown up with, with many cousins on both sides, it's, it's kind of hard to imagine you know, what growing up without them would have been like, but I mean, we have, uh, so Liv has two cousins, girl cousins that were born in the same year, like months apart. And then there was another wave when Mara was born. She, I believe has also has two cousins and this is just on Laura's side, uh, that are her almost exact age. So we've got these kind of groupings that happen. But we're looking forward just to being able to get get out of the city, yeah. see a little bit more green, a little bit more nature, and at least you know see new faces and get to spend yeah. some time with family. So it's my so here's the deal with that though. Uh, one thing that I wanted to share was that it is my turn this year. So each brother every year takes a turn planning the family reunion and what we do and all this stuff. Uh-huh. So it turns out. My my year is the year that it's COVID and we, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> we we're missing two families, but whatever, whatever. Um, but I so I planned we're, I'm going to take the whole group to go to a pottery place and we rented out the whole space, and everybody's cool. going to throw pots, which which is kind of I cool. love it. Yes, me too. I'm really excited about that. Way to and, go! Yeah. 
And then just because everything is shut down or, you know, right. these places that normally would be expensive to rent out are no longer expensive to rent out because they're trying to rent it out to anybody. So we <laughs> actually rented out a whole roller rink. Cool. For, <laughs> right. For Saturday morning, we've got the whole roller rink to ourselves and, you know, the, they're going to have music and lights and I hope. Like, That's really fun. So, yeah. So COVID has actually turned out to, to bring with it some uh, very minor silver linings. But, <laughs> That's but really fun. Yeah. Yeah. What other things? Um, we got... Uh, so because I'm kind of, or I guess I'm one of the creatives in the family, Yeah, I kind of wanted to use the, the chance to, to introduce some of that into the family dynamic, yeah. some of that. Um, so my little brother is going to set up a whole band, uh, outfit. So like a drum kit and bass and guitar and microphone and, and he's, he's a musician and, mm-hmm. uh, so he's going to be playing his songs, but we're going to try to get other people and the kids involved in playing the dist- different instruments, um, which should be pretty cool. And we've got uh, all sorts of water stuff because it's going to be really hot and uh, movie night and Fun. what other a huge pinata that the is like adult strength pinata. Yeah. So. Bubble machines, misters. Oh, uh, and a magician. We have a magician coming oh on my Friday gosh. night. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to like, we have to stay in a fairly, we're just basically my older brother's backyard for the full yeah. two days. So I'm try, I tried to come up with as many different ways to make that area exciting. So, anyway, And now is this going to be in Utah or is this in California? Uh, this is in Utah. So okay. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I love it. Utah, yep. Yep, should be a good time. So so that's kind of the focus of our world is COVID and just staying sane and getting ready for the family reunion. And the course, dun-dun-dun. Yeah. What's the latest? So, well, I wanted, I actually got in contact with you, wanted to record an episode because it has been a really interesting experience. And I thought it might be worth sharing a little bit about the process uh, for those out there that might be interested or might uh, uh-huh. you know, benefit from hearing it a little bit. So I, I finished teaching at the high school. I was supercharged to get this course put together and launch it and, uh, and dig in. And I did that. And uh, when I got done with uh, high school, I started, you know, trying to polish up this thing that had had been gestating, you know, in my head for many years, right? Yeah. The course that I always wanted to teach. And this interesting thing happened. So I I was just like, go time. I'm going to power through. I'm going to get this all put together. I'm so excited. And I am continue to be excited about it. But I put together these... uh, these dialogues to describe the course, these, Uh these um, uh, videos I was going to put together to kind of introduce the course. And I had you read the dialogues and I had my brother read the dialogues and I had my, uh, my studio mate read the dialogue and I had Laura read the dialogue. And all of you said basically the same thing is like, this is not the person that I 
enjoy listening to on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like there was something too formal, too analytical, too distant and kind of cool about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I kept on trying to refine it, but the response kept on being the same. And it was just, it was, it was, I don't know. I, th- I think there was something really important for me to learn in that happening. It was yeah. so frustrating. It was so frustrating because I know once I get the class going, once that I'm in yes. the room with or online with a group, like I've, that's a comfort zone. That's a place right. where I feel alive and passionate and you know, like able to communicate really well, just like talking to you on a podcast, right? There's right. something very fluid and natural to me about that situation, but somehow that was lost in translation when I tried to, to describe it or put it down into this, you know, this video. Um, so what ended up happening is I just kept on making these videos. I kept on trying to refine these, these dialogues and it just kept on being the same thing. So I just let it go for a week. I just mm-hmm, didn't, good. didn't push it. I just stepped away and there was a ton of other stuff that was, required my attention. So it wasn't hard to like, you know, turn, turn my eyes away for a while. And I took some time to make art and just tried to get away from this energy that I felt of like, go, 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 go get this done. Right. Right. Which is so much part of my life right now is because, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time to get anything done because, you know, I've got a lot of other things to, to take care of. So I'm always kind of like, well, just push through, get it done. But I realized that I can't, that it's not going to happen that way for this. This needs to be something that where I set the right tone because it's, I want it to feel like the class that I want to teach. I don't want to end up with something that, you know, I'm forcing and doesn't feel like quite the right thing. Um, Anyway, just, I I guess I just wanted to share that. Like it's been an interesting interesting uh moment for me and i think in large part i'm i'm detoxing a little bit detoxing detoxing yeah, detoxing detoxing from the kind of uh art teacher that i've been in other environments yeah yeah and I, i'm kind of having to root out some of this attitude or some of the approach that really i know i don't want to like i want to go away from yeah so much a habit now because I've been doing it for so many years. Yeah. And I want to do something different and I know it's in there and I know what it feels like and I know what it looks like, but actually bringing that into being is just like any other kind of artwork. Like, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it's a conversation bringing this thing about it's a back and forth and trying to figure out what feels, uh, feels right. So and it does get to be just like, it is kind of a pushing through to something and, so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. And then you just have to be forced. You're, there's a mixture of like, it, like I remember just with untether and liberate, like I just thought I was trying to fit it into this thing. I thought it had to be like somehow, even right. though I knew I didn't have to, but I couldn't, I couldn't visualize the vessel. Like I couldn't figure it out. Of like how I knew I want, just like you're saying, I knew I want to feel, I knew how I want to be, but I couldn't figure out how to, present it and explain it or like and so but it had to get so uncomfortable to the point and also for me I just had I had to have a deadline on it I had to you know financially I'm like I gotta I gotta I gotta make this available for people that um 
it just had to go. And I remember just down to the, like the wire with liberate, like I'd had this sort of more slick sales video of something kind of, and I just had to film it myself and do something that was like, just me being kind of weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> just real and weird. And I knew that it wasn't going to, if it didn't land in a real way, it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, but it felt really vulnerable to show, share that version of it. Like, okay, this is not the shiny is shiny one, but it's, it's, it's how I really am. Right. And how I really want to be. And if the people that want to be with that will be, will, it will attract those people. Man, I think that is so well said. That is exactly, that's exactly it. You know, not being able to see or quite get a handle on its shape or the vessel that yeah. is going to, you know, is going to form from this, uh, this, this idea or this, I don't know. That's, that's exactly it. And I think the, the point also that you're making, like it comes down to, it's not that I'm waiting for the right polish or waiting mm. for it to be perfect. It's I'm the just opposite. Waiting Wait. for it to be me. You know, yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting to feel like I've made something or or I'm going to put something out into the world that I can really stand behind and feel good about. And it it might be you know, totally unremarkable in terms of its technical facility, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It might be a pretty crappy video, but I will be content as long as I feel like it's, you know, it's a true statement. So it's, I feel like it's been a very important, but yeah. like you said, extremely difficult, like just hitting my yeah. head against the wall. Like uh, my studio mate, Trevor has been hugely generous and, and, he, it was his idea that he said, well, why don't we take your, this, this script that you have written and I'll sit behind the camera and just ask you questions about yep. it. You're not yep. reading your script. You're just, so yep. it becomes more conversational. And when he did that, it was so much better. Good. Like, like Good. just, I wasn't being so like, just cool and, you know, distant. Yeah. It was more conversational, more warmer. Um. Anyway, so but it, like, even still, it was like, well, it's not quite there yet. He listens to the podcast. So, so he's been able to like, give me some good feedback in terms of like how it matches up to, to the. Tone. Good, 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 good. Yeah. There, it's been, this whole process has been full of just a lot of really great, um, I don't know, encouragement from friends and family and. And you know, how cool right. to get the support about people wanting you to really be you. Oh, for sure. You know, that's awesome that people that love you really see you and see your the full range of you and want that to celebrate that and encourage that, which is so awesome. That's been wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, it's those extremes, though, though. It's like the extremity of like, I want this. I got to get this done. I I want this to happen, you know, and having a very strong feeling. I just seriously want to teach this class. I'm excited about. Yes. Right. But, you know, the frustration that it's just not happening in the way or as quickly as uh, originally, you know, I wanted. Um, the other cool thing about the process, though, is uh, that Laura, for whatever reason, this time around, because this isn't the first time, this isn't the first time I have made an attempt. Yeah. Um, but this time around, she has just not been stressed about it. She's been totally supportive. And cool. uh, I feel like she's been able to give me the space so I'm not 
like constantly aware of her being worried about yeah you know it working so good good just so, so many things are happening right this time around and it's been hard but but so uh, i don't know wonderful that's wonderful to hear and just relieving like yeah. as as i've been able to whittle away as i get closer to something that is right it just feels like a weight being lifted I feel yeah this thing is taking shape and it's, it's what it's, you know, it's what I want. So. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. Well, be excited. Tentatively. Yeah. No, nope. I am excited. That it, I'm excited that <laughs> it's, it's going to be Cautiously optimistic. Yep. Yep. No, it's, uh, so we have the family reunion. We go, I actually, uh, did a lot of filming last night and then this morning and got a lot of really great stuff that I think I'm going to end up being able to use. Um, but then we have family reunion going up to Utah for the next five days or so. So when I get back from that, I think I'll be able to get it, um, yeah. get it posted. Well, I loved, uh, and I've watched several times now, the, the trailer teaser trailer that you made for, uh, it was liberate, right? Um, uh, I think that was untether. Oh, untether. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was it was awesome, and similarly, like a kind of juxtapositioning yeah. of imagery and music, right. and yeah. Because I couldn't explain that th that class for the life of me. It's like I don't know. I I don't know how to make a video for this class. Um, but you did, and it's, I did and it struck the right yeah. tone. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Austin did a great job with that. Um. I, this word I heard last night, I was listening to an Esther Perel. Have you watched or heard of her? She's like a relationship. She's a very interesting yeah. stuff about relationships. But I don't think it's a real word, but I thought I heard it. And I, I wrote it down or I texted it to myself so I wouldn't forget that I'd heard it because it suddenly summed up the feeling I have totalizing. And I don't know if it's a real word, but it to me, it's like, it just is how, what I do. Like I, I'll take one aspect of something I can't do about something and I will make it the whole thing about the entire thing. Like it just works for the way my, when I get stuck about something, I totalize it. <laughs> like it's. That's it's, sweet. So say that, give me an example of that. Okay. Sure so like, um, I was totalizing the next steps. Like I, I don't think it works that way. How would I, how would I use it as a, a sentence? So is it like, like I'm you have the shit out of that? Like I'm just, I'm making it in and it's almost like catastrophizing or like it's making one small thing that's holding you back become, make it about the, the entire, the total, it's a total, makes it the total problem. Like I'm getting stuck with this. Um, I made this, I made this, um, content calendar for myself. Like, okay, each week a video I want to shoot about these different things and, I can't, so it's like the first one was going to be about self-judgment, which is appropriate because I'm here. I'm, and so I was going to do five tips to help with mindset. Mm -hmm. And here I am completely like, I can't, I can't even think of it. Like, <laughs> even though I just was talking to some, doing a coaching session with someone today and she asked me about mindset. I was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, exactly. Da, da, da. But it, yesterday when I was trying to do it, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't think one. I don't even know even though this is directly taken from something I've talked about. 
Right. And so I've totalizing now that I can't do any and I'll never do any of these videos. And that means I'll never then do another course in the course that I want to do. I can't even, I don't even know how I'm going to do it. And then that means I don't even know how I'm going to do that. And then that, and it's like, that makes exaggerating a little bit, but it's that, that kind of thinking, like, what if it's just that you just needed some help with one aspect of there's some little bridge that needs to be bridge between this and this that would. So is totalizing, is totalizing a good thing or a bad thing? Is it bad like, thing? Oh, got it. Okay. So you're taking something that you're struggling with and you expand it out to be this ginormous, yes. like, all encompassing monster. Yes. Yes. Like, you are hyper focused so much so that this thing just becomes exactly gigantic. yes exactly totalize totalize I like that like a person but I think I would so I would like yeah I was thinking when you first brought it up that that you were talking about it as a good thing like uh, so you have a problem and you focus in and that problem becomes everything so that you're putting all your energy into solving it. <laughs> But okay. it's kind of the it's kind of the flip side of the same thing though. Like yeah. you could you could let that that minor problem encompass you so much that it's getting all of your attention, all of your energy. Right, right, right. To break through. But you know, the flip side of that is it can it can freeze you up entirely. Freeze you up entirely. The 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 question I'd had today with a girl I was coaching with, she was asking about mindset. Just now funny because I forgot that that was the first thing I was supposed to be talking about in the video. And I was remembering that the idea of like, what's one thing that's helped me with mindset is like, what's the next, the, the next, the very next version of you and how would that version of you solve the problem? Like, like as we continue to evolve as people and are get more courageous and braver and truer to ourselves, like what's that next version of me that's waiting out there that I want to be like, and how would, how would that version of me handle what I'm wrestling with right now. That's great. I love that. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I ever shared with you the my love of the, the candy violet? No. It's a it's a candy that is made by the company C. Howards. <laughs> it comes in a little purple package and you don't see them very uh, very many places. There's one gas station that I uh, go to once in a while that has them right next to the cash register. And I got some today. C. Howard's violet candies. They taste like soap, but in a good way. Okay. Are they purple? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're purple. Well, they're, they're they are in fact violet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, none of my family likes them except for Eden. And I think, well, I don't know. Well, you're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Eden the introverts. Matter. Yeah. The introverted yep. souls. Uh, a candy for introvert, introverts. <laughs> Violet. If you ever get a chance, uh, give it a, give it a, I mean, I think you need to go through at least one pack to start getting the real, you know, the, the right effect. What do you, what do you like about it? can there's a nice mixture of like pleasant fragrance like almost like a perfume and uh a sugary sweetness it's it's like somewhere in between it's not savory exactly but it's like this very all-encompassing flavor and smell experience that is uh just really nice is it chewy no they're like little mints okay 
They're kind of crunchy. Very you, unusual flavor. I like them. Do you power um, through them? Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I can, I can take, take this pack down in a day. Easy. That's a problem. So when uh, when I was a kid, my mom was really into these candies, which is why I'm into the candies. And she could not find them anywhere, so she bought them from the company. And I think they're based in England. And she got this box full of them, like, uh, you know, 50 packets because she had to buy them in bulk to even get them at all. So we used to, like, take a pack with us for the day. And I ate a ton of them when I was in high school. That's just sort of a departure from your kind of more traditional, like kind of Mountain Dew, kind of more trucker food that you tend to be doing. Because <laughs> this is like kind of big old <laughs> cheapy snacks. <laughs> oh, it's my sensitive side. Yes, yeah, sens- sensitive nuance. snacks. <laughs> You're right. I do have I do have a bit of a trucker palate. I'm not afraid to say it. No, I'll, it's great. Own it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I don't. Uh, well, you like the. I think another thing that would fall under the sort of sensitive snacks would be the the uh, sesame sesame snaps. Yeah, the sesame. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle. Sensitive snacks. <laughs> For the gentle-hearted. <laughs> I would say I come from a family of sensitive snackers. <laughs> what, are, <laughs> what are some other, What are some other examples of sensitive, Another sensitive snacks? snacks? I would say, um, well, that's more the homemade like apple with some peanut butter on it. Uh, sure. Um, have to be something you could purchase. Like like popcorn, would that be a sensitive snack? Like no, it would be like a really or... healthy granola bar. Uh, <laughs> oh. Like a really nutty, yeah, nutty really. bar. Green, lots of greens. Uh, can you share what you've been uh, craving lately? Is there anything exciting there? Uh, okay, one of my favorite snacks has been um, – these and I put them in the freezer. They are truly my favorite. They're called my I get I get me do a woman does meal prep. It helps me with doing meal preps for me each week. And so she does these makes these cranberry white chocolate power balls that are oatmeal have oatmeal in them, vanilla protein powder, white chocolate chips, cranberries. That's pretty much in like a dash of salt. And the combination of the chewiness of the cranberry, the dried cranberry, the the surprise sweet burst of like the white chocolate chip, and then the like chewiness of the frozen, um, the frozen chewy like oatmeal, um, oats. Hmm. It's not oatmeal, it's oats. Um, is so friggin' satisfying, Trenton. I get up in the middle of the night, like craving these guys, and I divide them. I get them for the whole week, and I I can easily eat them all in the first day or twenty four hours. <laughs> and so I'll get first. She would give them to me as three balls. I get a day, and I asked her if she could make them into five balls, like smaller, so I could space them out. And then so then I'll get this. So then what I've done to do is like I'll get. This is great. This is the first time I'm telling anyone this. I will take. 
so each bag you have five days of meal prep food. So each day I have a bag of five little balls to eat. So it's 25 balls total. So I get the baggie with the balls in them. And then I divide that baggie up into five baggies with one <laughs> in each. Okay, so I recycle the bags. I have all the bags from last week. Put them into their own bag. And then I hide them throughout my free freezer. <laughs> Oh so I gosh. continue if I go looking for them, I'm like, I don't see any, but they know they're sneakily hidden under different other things in the freezer. So that I'll try to pace it out for myself. Is that funny? Because <laughs> <laughs> the surprise of like, how do you, how do you hide them from yourself? Do you like, do you throw them in or blindfold yeah, yourself? Before you throw them in and I kind of let them fall behind things. And I hope that yeah. I, and I don't, that I don't look too hard. And then I get so excited when I find one after I'm, totally think i'm out i'm like oh, i have one left in this bag <laughs> that's a great idea though it's like you get the the satisfaction of discovery and and you get the payoff of you know this yummy little treat yeah and then the something about in, being in the individual bags makes it not easy to say well I'll just take these three at once because they're kind of frozen together so i'll just take all three right <sighs> Oh, I can so, I totally see how that would happen. If they're all in the same bag and two of them are kind of sticking together and you don't want to yeah. pull them apart because if all of it goes like, or half of one sticks to the other one, then you don't get, uh, you, just, you just eat both of them. It really makes you be aware of intentional eating because suddenly you're eating it and it's so good, but you're suddenly almost all the way through and you're like, I was not present for enjoying that every single bit of that. I was not, I was making my bed and eating that at the same time and it's gone already. Shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sit down when you eat your cranberry yeah so those that's my very 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 favorite i was reflecting on that the other day like if i could have one snack they just could have and have it have it have it would be that they're probably not even that bad for you because they just that don't have any sugar great. in them they have a little bit of some kind of sweetener but oh my god and sean's eaten one before and he's just like i can't even stand the texture of them which is great. But what he'll yeah, do yeah. is he'll buy a, t a thing at Ben and Jerry's and he'll bring it over and he'll eat half of it and leave it in the fr freezer. And so for me, I'm that kind of all or nothing part of me is like, if I even taste that, right, it's gone. I just, I just want to eat the whole thing. I'll keep going back to it and back to it and back to it. And so, um, but I've been really, really trying to just like leave it in this bag and not even because I'll eat it in the middle of the night and then I just will be able to not sleep and I'll just be wrecked because of all the sugar. What kind of, what, uh, what flavor of Ben and Jerry's does this Sean like? He likes this. Um, I will go and gr look at it right now. It's like a Ben and Jerry's chocolate. What do you, what's yours as I go over to the freezer and find it? What is your, what's your favorite? Um, well, Hagen Dazs is Rocky Road, but I'm tr trying to think of uh, Ben and Jerry's flavor. I it's like, like that. the the banana one, the the monkey. Oh, that sounds good. I forgot what it's called. Um, his is New York Super Fudge Chunk. Never tried it, but it sounds fantastic. Very dark, rich chocolate with like chunks of a little bit of white chocolate fudge and then um nuts uh can you tell me what's uh what's going on what's what's up next what you working on i'm gonna do a um 
writing and pre a prequel to Liberate that's going to be around free writing and writing prompts and loosening up the muscles of, of people need to, I'm seeing that people need to get more writing out and wanting more writing prompts and loving that process. So that's what um, I'm going to make available in the next month. That sounds great. And is that something that uh, will go into the rotation of, of courses or is that Yeah, I think so. I'm going to, ch- and I'm just going to, I'm just going to teach it live, I think. So. Sounds great. Yep. I am so very close to getting this course done and uh, that should, uh, you know, all things, I'm not forcing it. It's going to come how it needs to come, but hopefully in the next couple of weeks, uh, Great. I'll be making an announcement. So. And we'll be doing, we'll be doing some, we'll do some Facebook lives and. Yes. Do you think, uh, I've been posting these iPad drawings. Do you think that, is that a weird thing to do or do you? No, that's great. You think It'd be great if you could talk posting? about it. I think it's cool. It's really, they're gorgeous. It's fun to, it's fun to see them sped up like that. It's kind of mesmerizing. Yeah. Here. All right. Safe travels to you guys. Have a good summer. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Sabrina Ward Harrison and at Trent Reynolds Art. And check out the show notes at roominthetrees.com where you can also get in touch if you have any ideas you'd like to share. If you like this podcast, please consider showing your support. You can become a subscribing patron at patreon.com forward slash room. Please help us grow our audience by rating us or writing a review on iTunes. To do that, you can use the link roominthetrees.com forward slash iTunes. 